0: Turn to page 394.
1: Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. on everybody welcome in to underground sports philadelphia episode number 394 shout out severus snape uh and it's color star chronicles volume 4 because of course it is it's kb and matt coming at you from underground studios we've got more color star stuff to uh dive into because it seems like we are one of these big three kind of just at the forefront of uncovering this madness with this company We'll get into the Eagles and uh, their chances against the Bucks. We'll uh, we'll do a little remembering Bob Saget, one of Philadelphia's own, and of course uh, a tribute and send off to a legend that is Jim Gardner. Uh, but before we get started, big thank you to our sponsors who make this show happen: Maine Auto LLC, Ducharm's Pro Foot, Security Twenty One Security Systems, Paul J Gillespie Incorporated, Mark Ronchetti, CPA LLC and the dental wellness center of vineland and of course the boys over at tomahawk shades you guys can go to tomahawkshades.com use our code usp at checkout you get 25 percent off your entire order at tomahawkshades.com stateside urban craft vodka get the surfside iced teas at statesidevodka.com you got to be 21 or older to do so and of course please drink responsibly and Kenwood Beer, go to Kenwoodbeer.com and use the Kenny tracker to see who's got Kenwood on tap. You gotta be twenty-one or older to enjoy and crack open a nice cold Kenny. And of course, please drink responsibly. What's going on, Matt?
0: I am living the NFT metaverse <laughs> dream, it seems.
1: It seems like Color Star is also doing the same thing because it is Color Star Chronicles Volume 4 with this freaking company and partnership. Uh, with our Philadelphia 76ers and Matt uh, the rights to Ricky Sanchez they do it again they get somebody who knows this stuff who now follows our podcast and we might have to get Mr. J.R. Maley on our show at some point Uh, he works for the Century which basically looks into like stopping the looting and destruction in like the South Sudan and and war crimes and it's some deep stuff, and, and basically, everything JR Maley said that is coming from this Sixer stuff is eerily crossoverable with things he deals with in his job.
0: Right. It's all about uh, exploitation of, especially in some cases, developing countries or where there's uh, areas where there's less regulation, which the NFT space, of course, has uh, notoriously very little regulation over cryptocurrency, over these nft nonsense like it's an easy way like we've joked about i don't know for the last few months that it's all money laundering and uh and it's all fake and not real and easily manipulated and you have to wonder if that's why the sixers and many other companies are so invested and so interested in the world of nfts and this metaverse and cryptocurrency Uh, it it all seems to make sense when you think of it uh through that lens
1: yeah, so there's a whole thread on on Jr's uh, Twitter account that you guys should follow Jr. It's been phenomenal. Just kind of diving into all his research he's done. Uh, so he says, quick reminder for those following at home: Color Star paid a company three point one million dollars for four scripts and the rights to a film. Our boy Home Is that Stoner. Movie Planet? Is that Movie Planet? That's what we need to ask Jr. About. Uh. So the first script that he looked into uh, is one whose Chinese title translates to quote Love back to my hometown. Here's a plot summary. An old police officer who was dismissed founded uh, found his hometown according to his family tree, but committed suicide in joy. His Don't get um- it. Yeah, his uncle, much younger than him, set foot in Singapore to find the cause of his death. And revealed the two deaths caused by the robbery 16 years ago. The disintegration of a family. The casual relationship causes today's old and young uh, love to fail. The poignant love of the soul returning to the hometown. Okay, that is so the plot. More, more bad translation. Yeah. Nonsense. Uh, but then it goes on to say, but wait, there's more. So at the time, the CEO of Color Star was Lou Biao. D-I-A-O, uh, also known as Luke Biao. He's now the company's chief artistic officer. So
0: can I just say as well, and I think this is important to know with Lucas Capetian, because I also noticed this with another color star person that's on LinkedIn. Um, they seem to all have like Westernized nicknames that they go by. Uh, one of the women who I think is like their, one of their executives or something like that, uh, goes by Cassie. Um, you know, like, I just have to imagine like, and maybe that's what Lucas Capetian is maybe right. because they, when people dug into his LinkedIn certificates that he had, it was, uh, addressed to like a, a Chinese name. Um, and I just wonder if maybe just for like a Western business deal, they have like a, a, a name that's, that's more Westernized for, for people to call them by. I, I don't know. Maybe that's the, the deal
1: there though. Makes sense. Um, so it turns out he's multi-talented. In addition to being the CEO of a cement education metaverse company, he's also a director and screenwriter. There's a lot of
0: overlap in those fields. Yeah. A lot of,
1: uh, very typical and a heavily indebted startup involved in cement production and after, uh, and after school programs and sports and metaverse entertainment is also playing its senior executives, uh, paying its senior executives for scripts. Can't wait to watch the movie. Um, I mean, nobody's talking about our end of things with, like, the Holmstoner, Shakyumov, like, stuff, but there's so many things overlapping and connecting to that that, like, I feel like that is, like, such a, like, cataclysmic shifting, like, proponent of this whole story. So it's
0: interesting that they're buying movie scripts, right, because they did, allegedly... Uh, make a deal with Movie Planet LLC, a Hollywood-based company, which, by the way, doesn't seem to exist, um, to actually like produce a, a film of some kind about blockchain and how to not get scammed with NFTs. Which is ironic, I think. I yeah, I, I do wonder what like the Homestoner angle is as well here, because he clearly has some interest in Color Star too. Um, I actually just looked at uh, you know for the show, I was looking up the, the Color Star website. And um, they have updated it. It works. It's colorstarinternational.com now. Uh, and it's actually kind of works a little bit better, but also still very much does also not work. The formatting is better. Interestingly enough, they have a picture of David Villa, who's an international soccer player, Spanish soccer player. The picture for him is in a Barcelona kit that he never played in, and it is very clearly like a screen grab from him from a video game. Like, it is very obviously not an actual picture of him. It is a, a, a video game avatar of David Villa, uh, which I think is absolutely bizarre because there's a an actual picture of him posted above this.
1: Yeah, it looks well. like one of Dom's FIFA cards.
0: Right, like it is, it's just strange. The pictures that they've picked for all of them, for all of the people actually, are a little bit bizarre. Now that now that you're really looking at it, Um, there's also a picture of Machine Gun Kelly on this. Yeah. uh, Wiz Khalifa. Uh, They don't seem to have courses available to to learn from. So I don't know if that's, you know, hey, this is what's coming next, because some of the other people's pictures listed there, you can actually get a course from. So maybe Machine Gun Kelly and Wiz Khalifa are going to teach us how to dot, dot, dot. Either smoke weed or uh, or have weird sex with Megan Fox. I I don't know.
1: <laughs> well, I remember on Colorstar's Twitter, their last like tweet is something from twenty twenty about Machine Gun Kelly. So like,
0: love Machine Gun Kelly.
1: They love MGK. Uh, it's also very funny that it's like these five like pretty prominent people with the courses, and then it's like three Asian people that like the a normal like. Typical run of the mill person you'd pull off the street probably has no idea who they are.
0: So they all they're all musicians. Um, I'm assuming Muhang Shen is like some kind of group, some kind of band. Um, yeah, it, it's weird. It, it, everything about it is strange. I still think it's strange. They are still on the non-compliance list for for the Nasdaq, which again should be a big red flag for uh, a business. Let's be honest; that's what the Sixers are. Uh, to do any kind of partnership with a company that's that's on a list like that just seems like a, a massive red flag. Um, I you know <laughs> it's so strange because like you're kind of waiting almost like it's like those cold case uh, shows where it's like you're waiting for a break in the case like you're waiting yeah. for something kind of new to come out uh, about this, and they don't seem interested in like actually saying anything more. Um, I tend to wonder though what the view course is. But, like, if you actually take one of these courses, where do you, what are you actually going to get? I also noticed they have these little symbols next to them where I assume you can, like, favorite it. And they're all, like, they all have zeros next to them. So, like, no one has actually, it seems, interacted or rated any of these courses. It's still a very non-functional website. Yeah. Which, again... And here's what's weird, right? And this has been a theme with all of this crap. What company do you know has their stock market information at the bottom of their, their at the very bottom of their website is like this their stock price who like and a graph of their like who does that and, and here's here's where i think that a lot of this goes right and i think it's it's similar to why they're constantly listed as listed on the nasdaq and why they had that deal with movie planet i think for part of this because you're making up these fake businesses, these shell companies, if you can like create enough, like seemingly real PR pieces about the company, the more legitimate it looks. Uh, so it's not just like it exists more than just on a piece of paper. Like, Oh, if you search it, something might pop up. So it's not just completely dead. Um, I have to wonder if that's, that's part of the reason it's so bizarre. This is new. They, like This is completely new. This was not on their, their website previously that you could that they're, their, the actual graph of their stock is listed at the bottom of their website. That is a bizarre thing to do. Like Apple does it. You know, like what other company is doing that? Yeah. I, even a company based like a Robinhood, right? Uh, an investment app would not like probably not have that on the front. Like it's just a bizarre thing to do. <laughs> why the fuck did we partner with this this company and for what reason and that's all i want to know
1: it just blows my mind that like there was no questions asked about that like nobody's ever heard of this company before and there were like zero questions from like sixers like credentialed media about like what is this partnership for where did it come from like seem like like little to no question
0: an answer do you think they would actually answer be like yeah well we think it's they would, they would just give some canned answer that they they got from the the, the pr thing they'd probably read it right off the Sixers of pr that this is you know yeah from jerome NFTs heaps no currency are part of the future and we feel that they're a company that suits our needs uh and we're looking forward to doing business with them in the future like that's that's all they're gonna say but it's so bizarre
1: yeah they would have got it from jerome heaps
0: Trump heaps uh, veil partners vice president after only being a bank teller good for him
1: absolutely insane
0: somehow representing color star I like the new website I have to say it looks way better um but it's also still very bad
1: I did try to click on like view courses and it just doesn't take you anywhere
0: right so here's what's interesting as well under under each thing too so it has like 150 plus global concerts, which is interesting because that's exactly the number that they said, Homestoners, Movie Planet Company, that's the same number of film festivals that he allegedly puts on. Find that interesting. Uh, 10 plus worldwide branches, 40 plus minutes per lesson, six plus class categories. Okay, whatever. Under each of those is the same exact script, so it has like not been properly done. Uh, this is clearly only supposed to be under the concerts one. It's ColorStar's own Color International Music Festival, Asia's top music festival. I find that very hard to believe. ColorStar and our partners host more than 150 star-studded concerts yearly. Never heard of any of them, uh, e- ever. <laughs> and that was, that was previously never prompted by them. No. That, that, that information has never—we have done total research and homework on ColorStar Star. That sentence has never existed until whenever they updated this website last. Um, And that is under each of those little pillars, which is not supposed to be the case. It's only supposed to be under the first one. Um, So it's sloppy made, of course, and also an outright lie. That's not true. I very much doubt that it is Asia's top music festival. And they have never once mentioned that they host more than 150 star stud concerts yearly. Those have never happened. Why are the Not Sixers involved with this company? What are the, how is this relevant at all to the 76ers? I need to know now. It is an itch deep within me.
1: And they list the address again, which is like near the World Trade Center in New York. There's a phone number. Um, don't know if anybody's tried calling that phone number. Um, but one thing that I pulled that I sent you like a clip of from when JR was on the Ricky more soccer team connections. And I find this just continually fascinating because we all know how like corrupt FIFA has been, and you know just everything with like the soccer uh, stories that we've heard over the years. And more and more, we hear more soccer stuff coming out with this Color Star uh, connections. I'm just gonna play this for everybody because I found this clip like fascinating. Uh, that there's just more soccer team and like buying of soccer team connections. <laughs>
0: Top bins, top tier commentary. Top drawer, upper 90. You already know. (laughs) You already know. I think that's how it always goes. Forty-five minutes, and we're at like Chelsea. (laughs) (laughs) What are we doing? (laughs) Um, I'm Dominic Ponteri.
2: I am Matt Cassery.
1: And we are here to talk about Champions League
2: soccer today.
0: Hey, it's Top Ben's time. What's up? We're back. So So the 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 soccer stuff is 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 definitely
2: interesting. That's a bit bit later. Um, But so so, uh, about six or seven years ago, I was looking at this case where all of a sudden, a North Korean mining company pops up on the Australian Stock Exchange. And there's an announcement by a company linked to it. that says that company has found the biggest rare earth minerals deposit in in the world in history. And there's all this sort of advertisement about the, the prospects. Um, in that case, a bunch of fraudsters used a fake Middle Eastern shake to get control over a bank in London called First London. They then got a promissory note from that bank to take over Knott's County FC, a soccer team. Um, and then they got Sven Goren Eriksson, the, the soccer coach who was the, the coach of that team, to go to North Korea with them along with like senior intelligence, former senior intelligence officials from Britain who they got to be on the board. Um, and the mineral rights never really existed at all. I mean, it was all just false corroboration. Um, and that's, you know, this is an extreme case. There's a BBC documentary on it called The, the Trillion Dollar Con um, that's really great, but that's exactly what happens in cases like this these guys don't know anything
1: about mining you know the the folks the... eerily similar to what's going for on a ride the Sixers. By someone.
2: yeah so i i did a
0: quick search on this uh concert does not exist uh the only time it existed previously was october 16th 2020 it's one of these again these dumb pr newswire pieces that are it's it's the worst because that it's not it's not you're not told by, like, who's really providing these. Um, Tony Tian, I guess, is who you would you would email about this, this PR piece. But um, ColorStar, a company engaged in the business of providing online and offline paid knowledge services for the media, entertainment, and culture industries globally, announced today that it would kick off its ColorWorld-branded music festival series, The Series, in mainland China with the first of the series to be announced in coming weeks. The company also announced it will offer exclusive benefits for its over 600,000 registered Color World users, including discount pricing for festival tickets and other peripheral products, voting for their favorite musicians with the biggest vote-getters to be invited to perform at the festivals, chances to be selected to meet festival performers backstage, and discounts and coupons for shopping at the company's online store, which is scheduled to debut on October twenty 2020. Don't know if that has actually happened. Luke Liu, chairman and chief executive officer of ColorStar, commented, to organize or co-organize up to 30 music festivals with different genres over the next five years is one of the high priority strategic initiatives for the company. The recovery of the China economy in full swing after the COVID-19 pandemic, the demand for music festivals and concerts is strong and like to, likely to continue, in our view, making China as the first stop of the series a logical choice for us. Spelling error. Our China team is currently working intense, intensively on the first festival, and we look forward to updating our fans, followers, and users of the progress in the coming weeks. That is the only space in which this festival exists, uh, nothing else. And again, I think they strategically name it this because there's the uh, the Life in Color EDM Festival, which is a real music festival that actually exists, that is actually real, uh, that people can go to, and I think it's meant to throw off your search, much like Movie Planet is, uh, where you try and search for that thing, and there's another very popular thing, tangentially related, so you're not going to get anything on what you actually want, it's going to bring you to, again... Uh, the the celtic colors international festival <laughs> nothing at all to do with this i, I just want to know why like why blatantly lie like this why are we why are, whoever is in charge of this why are they going through all the trouble to make this appear legitimate when it's so very obviously is this is so very obviously a lie and a fraud so why are we why are they sitting here and doing this work because yeah. they didn't, they didn't have to. They didn't even have to announce it. Like, do they? No. Is there even a, a legal responsibility to like announce that partnership? It's not like the Sixers are a publicly owned company or something, you know? where like a partnership. Ha- I guess technically, Color Star is, but like, I- <laughs>
1: why? I don't even, think there's any like legality why even behind bring like
0: it to attention.
1: Yeah, that What's was the weirdest point? part. It's no one like, would
0: have noticed if they no. just like if this just ended up like. Oh, Color Star themselves posted about it, and maybe the Sixers retweeted once or something. Like, why make a big deal which out of that, that? Hasn't even happened, right? There's been outside of like the Wells Fargo Center occasionally being draped in this god awful logo, <laughs> which there's uh, nothing about ColorStar. Star.
1: Shout out Jr. Mailly; he's actually watching the pod right now. Um, hey Jr., he's tuning in. Uh, remember last week, or it, it was either last week or w- when we went on, uh, you know, ball, Matt, and we like looked on the one website and like Shaukima's uh company was like in the Cayman Islands and everything, and yes, we found that page on that website. Well, I went on the investor tab on Color Star International's website, and it brings you to this page that says Color Star Official Portal. Service terms, CSCW, ColorStar Technology Company, Limited, uh, SEC, CIK, and it gives you like all the ticker information. And then you scroll down, it says company details, state of incorporation, the Cayman Islands.
0: It's all about it's all about uh, tax evasion and being a shell company. Uh, this is a new address, by the way, at the bottom of ColorStar as well. A108 Adam Street, New York, New York is a new address for that. That is not a previous okay. address there's because last week we were looking at the addresses and it was unclear if they were actually even currently occupying uh, one of the spaces that was in the World Trade right. Center. Um, this is a new address for them.
1: <laughs> so, Interesting. When
0: they updated the website, maybe they updated the address as well, um, but that is not that is not an address that they had uh, gone by previously. So I am uh, I'm curious about that personally, but. I just think it's all it's all so stupid. And I just I just want an answer. I want besides a Ben Simmons trade, I want Daryl Morey to actually sit down and explain this partnership and the legitimacy of it. I, I want someone from Color Star maybe it has to be through a translator, which is fine, but I, I want someone physically from Color Star to explain to me what it is they do. Actually. Yeah. And why why none of this seems real and why it's also very fraudulent.
1: So I Google the website or the address that is on the website, the a uh, one Oh eight Adam street in New York, New York. And it brings you to I C F X trade.com. And it just is showing like a whole bunch of like tickers for <laughs> you'll love this one, Matt. There's a tab at the top for products. Number one product is uh Forex. Oh god. <laughs> and then it has uh indices or CFDs and then metals and energies.
0: What the fuck are we It doing? is an absolute So A one oh eight seems to me that seems like an apartment. Like apartment one hundred eight on Adam Street in New York, New York. Like that's not like
1: which there's a, a like Google Map and it's in like office. it's in the financial district near the Brooklyn Bridge.
0: Okay, but they were just in the World Trade Center last week. Last week their office was in the World Trade Center. Which right? weirdly
1: and enough, this building is near the National September Eleventh Memorial Museum.
0: Uh oh. Now we're getting it's. Into... No, but like it's like right outside, outside of Tribeca
1: and just... Chinatown
0: just casually moved offices in the last week and revamped their website with, again, complete lies. They do not have – the Color International Music Festival does not exist. It didn't happen, and they do not host more than 150 star-studded concerts yearly. They don't do that. Why are they lying? (laughs) Why lie about that? No one was even – that's like information no one even asked for, right? Like no one was like, I wonder if they host concerts. No, I thought they were trying to move away completely from actual physical happenings, and were solely focused on like virtual concerts. And now they're saying <laughs> that they host not only just the biggest concert in all of Asia, but that they host 150 other concerts every single year. Do you know what an insane amount of concerts that is? That's like Live Nation. Yeah. You know, like that is not you do. That's not even excessive
1: 100. for Live Nation.
0: Right. Like, and Live Nation is, like, I don't know, as just exposed, the first name I think of when I think of concerts, you know? Right. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, I I cannot believe this. I, I cannot believe that we're sitting here and this is still, like, unraveling in some bizarre way.
1: Yeah, this website for the address is literally, like, all about, like, trading from home and, you know... Trade from your desktop or on the go, the most powerful and convenient trading platform for Windows, OS X and mobile devices. And it's the MetaTrader 4. That's how you're gonna trade in the metaverse.
0: <laughs> Contact us to get started. This is fake. This is this is just fake. This is a scam. Yeah. Support at isfxtrade. This is, this is the, okay, so why is this address yep. of this website listed on ColorStar's website as their address, when this is clearly a different company?
1: I and mean, it's we, like, not even like a real phone number at the bottom either. You see the phone number at the bottom of their uh, website?
0: Uh, that is also the same number listed for Color Star. is it? Is it? That is uh, under call us the five five eight nine five five four eight eight five five. That is the same. That is the first number listed for Color Star.
1: Huh? Because there's a different phone number on Color Star's website that I'm looking at right now.
0: I I mean I can I mean this isn't great for the, the oh there we go. I know the uh, the listeners are not being helped <laughs> by this, but call us at one five five.
1: Okay, I didn't have, okay, I didn't click All that one. All the way one. at the bottom. Yeah, because if you scroll all the way where like their logo is at the bottom left, it's a different number there. Right. It's like a two one two number.
0: Well, so that's what's confusing as well is that there are three numbers listed. Actually, this is like if you want to, I guess like be a part of the team. Uh, There's the one that you're talking about is the two one twelve two twenty three nine six seven. Yeah. And then there are two other numbers. Why? For what purpose? Um.
1: Sometimes we all just need to wind down after a long day of enjoying our favorite sports teams go to work. And with the rise of streaming platforms, new TV shows and movies are popping up every single week. And it might be overwhelming not knowing exactly what to watch. Well, that's where streamer season comes in. The exclusive streaming platform discussion podcast for tv and movies on the underground sports philadelphia podcast network join me kb and a plethora of our hosts right here at usp breaking down all the new tv and movies that you guys should be watching across all the various streaming platforms that are available to the masses catch us on streamer season wherever you get your podcasts
0: Partnership program. I, this this just screams scam to me. This just screams oh, yeah. like, give us your. And again, this why does this company have the exact
1: like website payment layout.
0: options we offered? It's clearly this is so obviously not real. Why is this listed as the same address and th- same phone number as ColorStar?
1: Why and why are they listing metals and energies on their website? I don't know because you can. So
0: Forex trading is a scam. It's like a very right. popular scam, especially in the last few years where you can technically invest in foreign money and foreign exchange rates can change even throughout the day. And you can technically make money on that, although it's very hard to do. And you essentially need to be sitting at your desk to do it. And a common scam people will say is that they'll hit. So this happened to someone I know at work. Um, they're young and naive, and they thought that the, they're going to make like eighty thousand dollars in two months. I tried to explain to him that there's no way you're turning your three hundred dollars into eighty thousand uh, dollars, because that's not that's not a thing that happens. Uh, even if you buy like a lottery ticket, you're not doing that. Like, <laughs> and. Um, they convince you that by giving them this money that you'll be able to exchange your money over and over again until you're able to make so much money and then you withdraw it and boom, it's easy. And don't worry about the fact that I'm hitting you up on Instagram about this and I'm only yeah. asking for $300 and that every other human being on earth is not investing in the same thing because it has a like plus 6,000 6, uh, <laughs> investment rate. Uh, you're going to even make 6,000 times what you put in. And literally every single four hundred one k, every single retirement fund, IRA would be invested in this exact thing if that was the actual return on investment. And there would be, I don't know, five hundred thousand trillionaires in the world. Like I just, <laughs> like no one's returning that kind of money. So this is, this is who the Sixers are partnered with. Apparently, yeah, it's the same address and the same phone number <laughs> as Color Star. Why should why should I be possibly led to believe that it's any different?
1: And when I try to open the, uh, the hyperlinked or alleged hyperlink, like our social networks at the bottom, it just links you right back to the website.
0: There's Sixers. a big tab, big tab about what payments they, uh, payment options we offered. Yeah. Big tab yeah. about that.
1: Wire transfer. I love how the Sixer how they just partnered with a with a Forex uh, trading company, basically.
0: You know when when are we going to get uh, a only OnlyFans account? I think is what's <laughs> next. That's what's next in the Instagram
1: scam. I mean, the... when is, when
0: is Sixer's account going to start playing Wordle? <laughs> Which Dang. I have refused refused to learn anything more about. Not doing I, it.
1: I did play. Nope.
0: nope. Not doing it. Not into. <laughs> I want to know nothing more about it.
1: The, uh, I mean, you you talk about how, like, Forex and everything, like, goes up 6,000%. That's Shakuma's stock to a T.
0: Right. (laughs) If we could all just be Shakuma and, uh, and...
1: Is she just a self-made Forex trader? Because we couldn't find anything about her company.
2: I'm this just I'm unreal. just
0: digging through this website yeah. that uh, is so apparently the same exact as. Uh... <laughs> I mean, I... here's what's interesting, right? So last week, you know, we we look at all this stuff, and the information is completely different. It's a different address. It's a completely different website from Color Star that was barely functioning. I also noticed when I searched Color Star this week. And It actually had like the website listed at the top now. Uh, previously, like you had to like dig to find the Color Star website. It did not just show up when you searched for Color Star. Uh, you actually had to like go like go to the bottom of Google results and click through to find the actual website. Uh, that that now shows up at the top as it conceivably should. Um, they're also listed as a software company now, <laughs> uh, which is bizarre, but. I, I, um, oh, this is this is new from today, from the Daily Front Row. A star is born, meet Color World, Color Star Technologies' innovative expansion into the metaverse that makes everyone a star. Uh, after also... years years of meticulous development, global company Color Star Technology, highly anticipated debut of its proprietary Color World application, a unique... Amazon, YouTube, Metaverse blend, unlike anything before seen on the market. Yeah, I'll say, <laughs> is set to occur on late January 2022. ushering in a new era of virtual lifestyle potential alongside uh, revolutionary platforms launch. Um, from Asia entertainment industry heavyweights to Western world superstars like Ashanti, Wiz Khalifa, and Machine Gun Kelly, uh, those people are not listed as actual like courses you can take. Their pictures are on the website. But I guess that sheds some light on that, at least. Um, <laughs> I want to give people the stage and the platform to let their dreams come true. This is just Napoleon Dynamite speech right here from uh, ColorStar CEO Lucas Capetian. On Capetian's social media, the CEO's preference of using Color World's highly detailed avatars as his profile... Drew attention, photo drew attention once ColorStar hit the international spotlight. Considering celebrities like Jay-Z and Josh Hart's... Yeah, who's ever put Jay-Z and Josh Hart in the same sentence ever before? Uh, Besides, like, male celebrities with the name of Jay. Like, that's it. Like, eh. Capitian's uh, personal approach has been fully aligned with the current so- societal fads, just while using his own proprietary technology to do so, showing how much passion Capitian has for ColorStar's pioneer business. This
1: is unbelievable. You know what else is unbelievable? The ICFX trade website. I scrolled down all the way to the bottom in the right-hand corner. It says, designed by MarketWix. And it's hyperlinked. So I clicked on that. Brings you to a whole new website Uh uh, called MarketWix.com, which is eerily similar. It says, uh, helping stock CFDs, Forex, and derivatives trading communities to operate profitably using our software tools and solutions. I said, get me past all this bullshit. I go to the Contact Us page. I zoom in. This MarketWix place is located in Delhi, India.
0: It's all started to check out, isn't it? Um, so ColorStar is still listed on Bloomberg at uh, 800 3rd Avenue Suite, 2800 in New York, New York. Which is the, uh, I believe that is the, the World Trade Center address that they've been using. So, apparently they've moved. Didn't, didn't seem important. <laughs> uh, that's also how they're still listed on CNN Business. Um, and the phone number. I, <laughs> I, I, I'm at a loss for words.
1: And I luxury mean, luxury
0: travel magazine.
1: The writing on this MarketWick thing is so similar to the Sixers press release. So, the overview in the career tab is uh, this is all like any beginning letter is capitalized. So, it says, We are a young and proud team focused on delivering top notch services and developing leading edge solutions in areas of assessment and testing, working on multiple technology platforms and keeping abreast with the latest technology trends. Every member of team is expected to colon be an innovator, semicolon, be a collaborator, semicolon, be a champion for their ideas, semicolon, be an expert, semicolon, have high standards, semicolon, be dedicated to the power of self organized groups. We have a big vision And facilitate close collaboration and transparency across the entire team, where everyone is responsible for shaping the product from conception to long after your code goes live. We are looking for passionate individuals who are eager to develop high scalable applications and looking for an opportunity to grow and lead. Send us your resume at this email or fill out the form on Click.
0: We've ended up in L-scape, haven't haven. <laughs> someone I mean, tell me what any of that means. You know, like someone actually like that is word salad to the highest degree. Yeah, that is the world's greatest wor- like word salad ever crafted. <laughs> that salad is winning whatever chef prize there is, whatever whatever culinary prize, whatever whatever Michelin star is the highest. I think like four or five, like whatever it is. That's what that salad gets. That is unbelievable worlds word
1: salad. I mean, to to bring it all back to the Sixers in a way too, like and the news we got today that wasn't really news. Is this whole partnership just a way for them to get Ben Simmons into the metaverse court to to let him like start playing in some capacity so that they can trade him for somebody? Uh, that potentially plays for the Sacramento Kings or another team, because I'm starting to believe this is Daryl Morey's like key vision is like, oh, let's have a metaverse you know open gym, and you know this gives our guys an opportunity to go play and it builds up their trade value because we can show you all these digital stats that mean absolutely nothing.
0: Yeah, so uh Ben, according to his agent is is uh warming up to ramping up to progressing towards, towards being available after the trade deadline, AKA if you trade for Ben Simmons, don't worry. He'll actually play. He'll be thankfully fully recovered from uh, whatever mental health uh, was affecting him. Um, I find that very interesting that that news also drops when we also get the news today that it just so happened that Rich Paul, his agent went to lunch with the Sixers front brass and front office and uh it was clear that there's been no movement on that front of him being traded um and i have to imagine rich paul walked away from the meeting and called ben up and said hey uh we need to to move this along because they they're not fucking kidding like they're gonna like hold us here forever like daryl moore's actually not kidding he's ranting about color star and investments in china and buying some soccer team i don't know just let everyone know that you're gonna he wouldn't
1: stop that. showing me the monkeys
0: Show me a bunch of pictures of monkeys smoking cigars. I don't know. It was a weird lion thing. Tobias was there. He's reading a book in the corner. I kept chiming in about how people shouldn't clap for him. It's all a really uncomfortable situation for me, but what we need people to know is that you're actually willing to play for them if they're going to trade for you. That's really what I genuinely think happened is that they had this meeting. The Sixers made it clear that they're not budging on this and that I probably like laid it out very clearly. Like, no one's going to trade for him because they also don't know what his status is. And it's just so weird that we happen to get a status update finally on Ben Simmons. We haven't gotten one for, I don't know, two months at this point. Uh, We finally get one on the same exact day we find out that Rich Paul had a meeting with the Sixers and they told him that maybe we'll do the draft. Maybe we'll do four years. Very strange. Very coincidental timing. And I love how. uh... Like I said, though. Happy for Ben Simmons and his engagement. Clearly that has had a, a nice boon to his mental health issues. I'm glad he's doing better and that he will definitely 100% be over whatever mental health issue was is bothering him by, like, February 16th. Good for him. Happy.
1: I also find it interesting that there was the report, I think it was from, like, Hoops reference or something, or I'll have to find who uh, tweeted it, but the Sixers are trying to trade Tobias Harris in any Ben Simmons deal now.
0: Yeah, so – there's been a lot of rumors We could only this. be so lucky. There's been a lot of rumors about this uh, over the last two days. The Hawks, ironically, it's like rain right on your wedding day, a thousand spoons when all you needed was a knife. There's nothing more hilarious to me and would only prove – I don't know that karmic justice is the word or that there is, in fact, a higher power, that there is really a god. I only know that it would be absolutely hilarious if this all ends – with Ben Simmons being traded and and being an Atlanta Hawk. That is the only, that's, that's, that's the only solution now. Like, I don't care what we even get back in a trade. I just want to see that happen. Well, apparently it's
1: John Collins.
0: Which wouldn't be, all right, so, right. The story now is that the Sixers hilariously have been dragging Ben Simmons along for the last six months as this albatross. And it seems like teams are at least warming up to the idea of trading for Ben Simmons. The Timberwolves have apparently thrown every package without Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns included in them, which is like a hilarious caveat to leave out of that, of course, because that's not every package. Then uh, the Kings have apparently called around about them. The Hawks apparently have, have been engaged in discussion. Um, so people are finally turning the corner like, all right, so like what's it actually going to take to get Ben Simmons, right? Like what do, what's the real conversation we're having? And Daryl Morey's like, you know what? You gotta fucking take Tobias too, actually. <laughs> like, how? <laughs> how do we get here? How do we get here when people are fine? Like, all right, let's hear what you want want for Ben Simmons. Like, well, you gotta take Tobias too. So, take it or leave it. Actually, it seems like the Hawks deal. I don't know. Like, the the money does work if you you have to take some pieces back from the Hawks. You would have to hope for some picks. But yeah, John Collins would be the the headline star in that. Um, he's a pretty good player, right? And I think there's there's an interesting fit there uh but that's he's certainly far shot away from the the top 25 or top 30 player that Daryl Morey had been headhunting all along it seems like at a at a point he may have to capitulate from that like there there may just not be a, a, a feasible deal available they still seem to be holding on for Lillard as well as this last hope uh, there's been a lot of noise obviously the last few days about uh the Sacramento Kings because they're in a very difficult position right they they obviously have uh one of the longest uh nba playoff droughts and they they want to correct that of course but the west is obviously difficult uh there's the the play in now too it's not like you just make it to the eighth seed and boom you're in now you still have to win games to actually get into the playoffs still and you look at the teams that are in those positions you expect by the time uh, april comes around that they're not beating those teams in like a even a, a just a one-off game or anything could of course happen um so they have to kind of choose a direction. They're actually closer to being at, at the bottom of the West than they are to being a, a playoff team. So, yeah, they have some decisions to make. <laughs> it's a long-winded way of saying that the Kings have to decide whether or not they want to uh, start losing or start winning. And I I don't know what direction they go in. It seems like a, a good situation for the Sixers, of course, because you know this is the type of situation that when Daryl Moria decides to roll the dice and go into the season – and hope that there's a team that's desperate, hope that there's a team that is just looking to make a deal and will maybe just be a little bit more under the pressure and more susceptible to taking a worse deal for them uh, in in the interest of either long-term or short-term, whatever it is. Um, this is the kind of situation that you wait on, right? Uh, and we'll see if anything materializes. But God, what a, what a godsend it would be if, in one fell swoop, we got off Tobias as well with this. I will say... Obviously Tobias being involved in a deal changes things. I'm almost willing, I mean this. I'm almost willing to take a little bit less because Tobias is a negative in in a trade sense right now. It's a bad contract and he is not performing well. He is a what what the uh the the NFT world would call a distressed asset. So I, if you can find a way where it makes sense, boom, do it cuz God bless him.
1: Yeah, I mean uh, before we keep going, the Ben Simmons trade rumors brought to you by our pals at Pickup. You guys can go to playpickup.com, start playing the hottest headlines in sports, like will Ben Simmons get traded this season, uh, you, you rack up points, cash them in for prizes, playpickup.com. Uh, I mean, it. do we even think that this is going to be resolved by the trade deadline one way or another? Because I personally don't. It, it's dragged on so long that I'm like... I I need physical proof of like a Woj or Shams like notification on my phone saying, Ben Simmons has been traded. We all know the traditional big four sports and we have our favorite teams and enjoy them each and every week during their seasons. But what if I told you the fastest growing sport on two feet doesn't involve football, baseball, basketball, or hockey. Come join me Dom Ponteri, and Harrison Cremens as we break down the sport of the future each and every week on the Outside the Box podcast, talking all things pro and college lacrosse right here on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. Uh,
0: Walter said that there, this, this could go to the 2022 draft. So uh, my answer to this has always been, I don't think so. I think this is going to go much longer than we wanted to. Here's what's difficult, right? This was an easier thing to do like a month ago when the Sixers were kind of floundering and Embiid was still working his way back from COVID. Sixers have been one of the best teams in basketball over the last few weeks, uh, pretty much since Christmas, actually. They've been one of the best. Embiid has been, he's recaptured some of that MVP form from last year. And it is now much more difficult to sit here and play the pessimist game Be like, well, it doesn't really matter. We're just wasting Embiid's prime. Now it's like, all right, well, now I'm kind of back in. Now you got me in again. Now you got me hot and bothered. And what's interesting is the Sixers, here's what's interesting. Every other team in the East right now has a ceiling. I mean, literally every team does, right? That's not news. But the Sixers are the only team, top team in the East, that have, like, room to grow exponentially, like, compared to everyone else. There's no pathway for, like, the bulls to get dramatically better or the nets to get dramatically better or the heat or the bucks. Those teams are not like the Sixers currently have a, a max slot that is being completely not used. Any upgrade that they make right now or in a month is a huge upgrade to a team that's, that's, that's streaking right now. And is it this is clearly not the level that MB is going to be at for the rest of the season but any upgrade from this is a massive one and puts you in an even better direction. No other team has that. (laughs) No other team has the ability to do what the Sixers can do now, which is, Hey, you're doing very well right now. You could, you're getting nothing out of Ben Simmons. It's not like he got hurt or something like you get absolutely zero, absolutely zero. And then if you're able to move Tobias into something more productive for your team as well, that's even better, right? Like, the Sixers are one of the very few teams that have that ability now to actually make an upgrade and I can't believe it but they're just reeling us back in it is it is disgusting what they're doing to us mentally
1: and uh, apparently Rich Paul is at tonight's sixers game and uh, the legend Kyle Newbeck tweeting out a fan near Rich Paul at the game just yelled at him during a break in the action during a break in the action yo Rich Paul get Ben Simmons out of Philly
0: and Rich Paul turned and said I'm trying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh one of the comments says that was Ben Simmons in disguise.
0: Hey man, good for Ben Simmons. Good for good for him. I'm sure his uh I'm sure his 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 bride to be will really love
1: Sacramento. That's where uh, he wanted to go. That was yeah. one
0: of his teams. He wanted to be a California socialite. So have fun in Sacramento. 100%.
1: Uh, Matt, we got playoff football this week. We got robbed of the Nickelodeon broadcast, but the Eagles are at the Bucks, taking on Tom Brady. And, uh, I mean, the weather's playing out well for the Eagles and what they do. Uh, it's supposed to be a little rainy down in Tampa. Um, I'm kind of excited about this game. You and I talked about it preseason where – this was kind of like the free punt year. You see what happens. You go into it and you assess everything at the end of the year of where you want to move forward with the coaching staff being so new, with Jalen Hurts being you know, a first-year starter. And the Eagles are the seventh seed in the playoffs and they get a shot at Tom Brady. I, I like the matchup. The Bucks are really banged up across the board from where they were earlier in the season when these two teams played. Um, I'm feeling like cautiously optimistic about this, this the Eagles team going into this game.
0: You know why, Kyle? Cause you're playing with the house money. And Valid. That's <laughs> you under normal circumstances. If this was say like next year, probably, probably not as like comfortable. Right. You're like, ah, oh, you know, whatever happens, happen. You are on a free hit. You, you cashed in a free bet and it hit for like 700 bucks. You're like, well, yeah. I'm going to hit up let's the virtual roulette now, you know, let's just hang out. Let's have some fun. Um, It's not, Okay, so it's, it's interesting, right? Because obviously the Bucks, we know a lot about their, especially their offensive injury situation. But one of the big issues with them this season has really been the, the defensive injuries. Uh, their secondary has been depleted all season. And they have not been the same run defense either. And Devin White uh, struggling with injury as well is, is a huge factor in that too. Um, and we know that the Eagles, you know, are a team who are built around running now. But uh, the nineteen eighty
1: five Bears reincarnated,
0: right? The, and the Bucks have have started to struggle in the last few weeks against teams that that rush. So yeah, in that sense, you know, <laughs> it's a it's a matchup, but it's so hard to bet against Brady. It's so hard to, to go into Tampa and imagine beating them in a playoff game. But I mean, listen, they they've not quite looked as imperious as as maybe they feel. You know, we we remember them obviously going on a huge tear in the playoffs last year, and and. The Super Bowl destruction, and we kind of remember the highs a lot with Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, are a team that we we really, when they beat a team like like forty eight to to seventeen, that sticks with us more than many others. I'd say the Chiefs are the only other team that's quite like that. Um, but that's not the Bucks every week. They're they're not outlaying like that. They are not a juggernaut. They're not like completely invincible, and, and it's, there's not a complete inability to beat them. That being said, I, I would still favor them in this game, obviously, but I—it's not—it's not impossible. And you know, I think we—I think we can all take solace in the fact too that Carson Wentz is not in the playoffs, um, and somehow the Eagles have ended up with three first-round picks. Two of them, I think. If you're taking legitimate bets at the beginning of the season, I don't think anyone would have said that the Eagles pick out of those three between them the dolphins and the colts would have been the highest lowest you know what i mean like everyone would have picked the worst the, the colts ahead of them record wise and i think most people would have picked the dolphins i think people expected a lot from the dolphins i don't think they disappointed majorly this year uh but apparently they because brian flores is fired but uh bizarre <laughs> decision no sense. there. listen i think the the dolphins front office is an actual dolphin Uh, It's like the episode of South Park where they find out that family guys were in just by manatees picking out uh, balls with words in a tank. I think they just they throw a bunch of balls in a tank and whatever one the dolphin picks is whatever their next decision was. It's the only way you can explain hiring and keeping Joe Philbin for as long as they did. It's just they're 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 hopeless, hopeless team. But I think it's it's hilarious in the sense that the Eagles have somehow like come out of this so fantastic. Like they're gonna get a playoff game, and they they have they're not the best picks in the world, but hey, you've got good draft capital in the first round. It'd be really nice if you had a <laughs> a GM as good at drafting. That'd be that would certainly what a be concept. Helpful. Yeah, what a concept. Uh, I guess with three first round picks, though, it is harder. It is harder to get a yeah. run when you got three of them. You and know, two like are he, back to back. Right. So I'm sure those will get packaged to move up for I don't know some kicker like that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Another quarterback
0: another quarterback just keep going until you get him
1: the uh i mean you bringing up carson wentz missing the playoffs it's it's just so funny like it's more than funny and now there's there's headlines in indianapolis like how expensive would it be to cut carson wentz this offseason and it's just like uh welcome to the thunderdome sickos
0: it's like you know you have like a, a toxic ex, and you know what you're the bigger person you just walk away from the situation and they get back to, together with someone, and you're just thinking all the time, like, man, you're gonna find out. And this is like, you, you pop on the Insta or, or the Twitter, and you see that they've broken up, and you're like, told you, I, I it, you v- fucked it, around and
1: found out.
0: It is vindicated, like Dashboard Confessional said, you know, like it is just total vindication of of everything that everyone said that this guy's not gonna move the needle for you. It's 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 truly hilarious, and it's hard to feel bad for him either because they're yeah. so cocky. And, and no one wanted to listen. No one wanted to listen that Carson Wentz may actually just not be a very good quarterback.
1: Hate to break it to you, Andy. so weird
0: how the offensive line is so good now, and it's weird how the Colts were renowned for having such an amazing offensive line, and, all of, sudden, and
1: all of a sudden,
0: all sudden they were all these pressures and sacks, which by the way are not a line stat; that is a quarterback stat. That has been the biggest revelation for me in the last like year or so is that. Those stats, which we've been led to believe our entire life is a, a solely, and I'm not saying it's – but we've been led to believe it's solely a product of the offensive line and its efficacy, when in fact it is very much actually a quarterback stat. Now, does the offensive line help? Having a good offensive line absolutely helps. But I find it to be no coincidence at all that Carson Wentz, in back-to-back years with, a, with completely different teams – going to a team which allegedly had one of the better offensive last season. They were what, like a top five offensive line. Mm-hmm. And this year they're in the bottom five.
1: Get in the whole podcast hosted by Steve McAvoy and John Mavalia. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at get in the whole pod and be on the lookout for a ton of great content, keeping you up to date on the world of golf. Releasing weekly, a part of the Underground Sports Philadelphia Family of Podcasts, wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
0: I just, I find that to be more than just coincidental. Tough scenes. Tough scenes, my friends.
1: Uh, One person that we do want to uh, remember quite a bit is uh, a Philadelphia legend who passed away far too soon. uh, Bob Saget. America's Dad, um, you know, Full House. America's Funny So Videos. How I Met Your Mother. It is. It, it always sucks seeing you know celebrities pass away, especially way before you fully expect them to. But seeing the unbelievable amount of just like stories and how many people Bob Saget touched throughout his life and in different parts of his life is truly incredible
0: yeah uh game is a complete shock to me for sure and uh i listen i was not really a full house kid uh so he was not like a a, a childhood figure to me exactly i remember bob saget and maybe this isn't the best tribute at all but for whatever reason it, when we were growing up people were just yelled bob saget uh yeah. i guess because i don't know it's that like a lawnmower kid word. vine Yeah, I remember that one. But, like, I remember, like, in, like, middle and high school. So, like, you know, late 2000s, people just yelling Bob Saget for whatever reason. I've never quite discovered the reason, the logic behind that. Not that there usually is any behind anything that teenagers do. But um, that is, funnily enough, how I I choose to remember him is an easy way to make, like, 14-year-olds laugh in 2008 was just yell Bob Saget and
1: everyone laughed for some reason. I mean – I think the, the the funniest part about Bob Saget is, like, when you go watching him from being Danny Tanner and, like, this, like, clean-cut, you know, American Dad-type situation. And then you go and watch his comedy, like, routines and everything and just, like, see that, like, he enjoys, like, the dirty, funny humor that we enjoy as we get older. And, like, that's part of his stand-up routine. And, you know, there there's young kids in the crowd that grandparents brought to Bob Saget's comedy you know, show, and he's like, yeah, you probably shouldn't have brought these fucking kids with you, and he's just, like, doing his routine, that's the the part where it's like, oh, he's human, and, like, just enjoys, like, the funny shit that we enjoy, and you know, any interview that, like, I saw Bob Saget was on, like, a podcast or a show or anything, I always, like, try to tune in, because I felt like he was, like, one of those, like, down-to-earth people, and then, as you get older, and you realize, like, he's from Philadelphia, and, you know, went to Temple, and You know, credits a a lot of, you know, Philadelphia staples for like his upbringing. Like, he always brought up Preston Steve as like the launch pad of his career. And I always found that like really cool because, like, around here, like, Preston Steve is like that one morning drive show that like almost everybody knows about. And for somebody of Bob Saget's stature to be like, yeah, those guys are who helped, you know, launch my career uh, is pretty awesome. And, you know, he's just an advocate for, so many different things and, you know, to be dead at 65 is just, it was one of those like gut punch, like celebrity deaths where like, you don't know Bob Saget, but you felt like you did. He's and, a warm,
0: uh, warm person.
1: Yeah. And, uh, you know, the wake up San Francisco on, uh, on Full House and then being able to, uh, go and and do the reboot with, with Fuller House, it's on Netflix and everything and, uh, you know. He, he had posted, like, right after his first show that he was on for his tour that he felt like, you know, he was 26 again doing comedy and, uh, you know, just gone far too soon. An absolute legend in Bob Saget that a lot of people are going to miss and uh, he's going to be remembered for a long, long time. And uh, we also got, unfortunately, the final uh, broadcast of one Philadelphia legend as well. Jim Gardner, calling it a career last night, uh, does his final, uh, you know, broadcast. And, man, just talk about the end of an era. Like, four decades of doing the 11 o'clock news in a city and kind of monopolizing, like, yeah, you tune into 6ABC because Jim Gardner's the one telling the news. Like, I feel like that is so tough to be able to get, like, a stranglehold on. And for Jim Gardner to do it for four decades is just so impressive.
0: Yeah, I mean, just a a voice and a face that we grew up with on, you know, we were always a six ABC family, you know, no disrespect to Glenn Hurricane Schwartz at all. But, uh, you know, everyone watched action movies, I feel like, you know, Um, Jim Gardner was like absolutely one of the faces of that. Now, it's hard, man, because, you know, Cecily Tynan is still around, she's, She's I, I I sure hope is, is going to be with us for for much longer. But it's strange when you tune in because I you know I'm also a cable cutter. So for me, I don't watch uh, the direct broadcast so much anymore. I I see like clips uh, and I'll catch like the the storm tracker if you know something's happening. But uh, it's strange, you know, when you go on and you see faces you don't quite remember and you don't quite have that nostalgic twing for. Uh, so yeah, Jim Garner retiring. I. Wish him the best of luck, of course, but um it's a big blow because again, that's he to me is like the news. Like yeah. you know, like <laughs> that was that was the guy I I just you always tune in and like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's the news guy.
1: We didn't do our like dream guest for twenty twenty two like we did for twenty 2020, twenty 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 one last year, but man, if we could get Jim Gardner on this podcast to kind of just like talk about his career and just like divulge into forty years of being like the news guy i'd absolutely love to kick back with jim gardner um they did it's like david
0: david murphy like recently retired as well like it's all the like all these people um that that you like you grew up with uh and it's just damn
1: they did Uh, announce it'll be yeah
0: it was on the tip of my tongue because he was always live from his heat and yeah like and it was just like he had such an iconic but well, you know every time vernon odom popped up too like yep. right, something crazy happened vernon tell me about it like he just had like <laughs> damn man it sucks seeing those people going but i hope they enjoy their retirement because they deserve it
1: they did announce that uh now moving forward it's gonna be rick williams another legend uh on 6abc right. uh is now taking over the 11 o'clock slot so congrats to rick uh well deserved and uh it's gonna it's gonna suck though not seeing you know Jim like I feel like you and I too were, like growing up Jim Gardner was like the one you turned on the TV at like six o'clock in the morning to see if school got canceled yes and like he was the face of like although I'll school say, getting canceled I
0: remember growing up Rick Williams started yeah at the early early ones and would be on sometimes like so uh like he he would start, I don't know where they start like three a.m. yeah He'll start like ridiculous. the news <laughs> um. Like if you woke up sick or something too, like it was like oh yeah, was like the first thing you saw on your TV. Which, no offense Rick, but that just didn't always help. You know, like it, just, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't usually the news is not a consoling thing. You know, like I'm I'm sick. It's like give me Baby Looney Tunes instead. Right. You know, like um, but yeah, Rick Williams another like iconic voice, and it's cool because he'll be, I mean, it's cool because he'll be that that voice now for this this next generation yeah. of people that when they think of the news, they'll think of of Rick Williams it's like
1: seeing like the next like superstar in a sport it's like oh yeah yeah, like we saw them when they were like in their rookie phase and now they're like in their prime uh like i always i've seen this more often now with all these snow days we've been getting uh you know back when we were growing up and and school cancellations happening it was like we had to watch like the bottom ticker like it was the nba draft now everybody just finds out you know social media or like a phone call it's like no. We had to wait, and if we missed our school, we had to wait for the cycle to go through again, and, and see if our school got drafted for a snow day.
0: Yeah, you had to had to wait for um, your state, and then you had to wait for your county, and then like had to like, man, I, that's like something. Cause you know what was weird about that time too? We had internet. Yeah, like there was like a, a better way, but yet like it just hadn't dawned on the powers that be yet that that was the most effective way to like get this information across instead of having to like wake up and just see like hey uh or like you just have a friend that's a teacher that got the phone call and they call you and then you you know whatever like i can the the time i really remember it changing actually was when facebook was still like a thing that a lot of people use um there was always like obviously the kids whose parents were teachers and if it was snowing tonight, the kid would post on their Facebook while My mom just got the call. We don't have school tomorrow. Like, And that was the way you found out. But that was too much power in some of these kids' hands. Yeah. And I'm surprised no one ever used it for evil.
1: That is very surprising that it was never used, like, maliciously. Um, but, yeah, congrats to Jim Gardner being able to call it a career and, and have that final send-off. Um, any final thoughts, Matt, before we uh, – sign up for the people and try to get one J.R. Mailey to come on the podcast and see if we sound like psychopaths or not, uh, with this color star stuff. Oh, I think I lost Matt, uh, <laughs> with that. I think, uh, you know, make sure you guys are following us on social media at underground PHI on Twitter and Instagram. Follow Matt at Matt Castorina. Follow me at KBIZZL311. Check out the website, undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com for all of our written content. And subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews. Let us know how you feel about our our newest color star findings, how you feel about this Eagles team going into the playoffs, uh, uh, how you feel about Bob Saget, any Bob Saget stories you may have. Uh, and of course, Jim Gardner as well, um, as Matt just texted me, uh, leaves, uh, Jim Gardner stories, anything that you can think of, leave it in the podcast reviews, five stars only, because we have standards, we know you do too, and we know they're five stars, and uh, you can also leave a five star rating on Spotify, 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 Spotify ratings, five stars, on there as well. And uh, you can check us out wherever you get your podcasts. We are there. Big thank you to our sponsors Main Auto LLC, Douche arms Pro Foot, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Marker on caddy CPA LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. And of course, the boys over at Tomahawk Shades. Go to Tomahawkshades.com. Use promo code USP. You get 25% off your entire order at Tomahawkshades.com. Stateside Urban Craft Vodka. Get the vodka soda party packs and the Surfside iced teas at statesidevodka.com. There he is.
0: <laughs> Trinity tried to silence me and they will not silence me. They tried booting me offline. <laughs> like Color Stars, a new suite of investments in foreign exchange trading and the NFT space and whatever else it is that they're rolling out, uh, the Color International Tour. Uh, one of I, I plan on going to one of their 150-plus.
1: Coming to a city near you.
0: Concerts they put on yearly that totally exist and are totally real. You have to believe us. Please.
1: Please come to our shows. Uh, and, of course, bring Kenwoods with you. Kenwoodbeer.com. <laughs> He's the Kenny Tracker. He's got Kenwood on tap. you got to be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. Uh, And, of course, stay tuned here, twitch.tv slash undergroundsportsphi if you're watching on the live stream. Uh, Steven Schneider is going to be back uh, for another round of some PGA as he gets set for the Hawaii Open. First two rounds coming up, twitch.tv slash undergroundsportsphi. So we approach 400 followers on the channel. And uh, this has been the Severus Snape episode. Of Underground Sports Philadelphia, episode 394. For Matt, I'm KB. And until next time, we are going to go to a Color Star event. Uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Peace.